0: Hello and welcome to the Labertine Paul podcast. I am, uh, as usual nowadays, Mr. Davani. How are you doing? You okay? I'm very good. Thank you very much. And uh, we've got uh, we've got a guest, uh, Martin Henry. Uh, I've asked Martin about a thousand hi, times hi, to come on, but he's he's on now. Delighted. Absolutely delighted.
1: Yep. yep thanks for having me. Uh, and thanks thanks to all the listeners who are going to have a good listen to this later on tonight or tomorrow (laughs) so
0: yeah basically I'm late and the reason why I'm late is because my wife's uh, beat me at tennis tonight and uh, I then sat in the bar and moped for an hour and then forgot that I had to do the podcast so I do apologise so technically it's my wife's fault Uh, so yeah so we've got a different different feel to tonight Hendo's very outspoken about his Celtic views, and he, he comes from a sporting background. He's also a good friend of Brendan Rodgers. <laughs> and, Dan, uh, do you know that uh, Martin Henry was on sports scene at the weekend? Uh, at the weekend? He was, background? He's uh, on the
2: background. <laughs> <laughs> on the panel?
0: He's on the panel, I aye. I spent the whole game just looking out for Martin Henry. He was like, come on, come on, come on. Where is he, where is he? And I was just looking a bit... But basically... If you look at Angie's belly, belly height, and you just look just a wee bit, there's Martin Henry, aren't you? You've yeah, basically got you're on his belly, have you. belly, yeah. Oh, brown. I must,
2: I must uh, admit, I've, got, I've got more things to worry about than Angie's belly
1: height. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> it's a uh, it's a good it's
0: a good size. It's got a good bit of girth in there. He's good to himself, you <laughs> know. I always think it's really funny. Like I, I've got this vision. I suppose it's not really going to happen anymore but if I was a football manager I'd be fit as a fiddle because like, you've just got all the gym equipment why would you not be and you've got like, food, well, like
1: yeah. L- last year it was a disgrace that Neil Lennon came back putting on a bit of timber but I mean he's still <laughs> probably you know, two or three stone lighter than
0: that <laughs> <laughs> Like I, mean, I know you get the canteen food and stuff like that but you think yourself you'd a you know, nice breakfast you think you would be okay wouldn't you you wouldn't have to have a, a, a a big dinner, because you'd had a nice lunch you know,
2: no that's that's no canteen food anymore let's be honest no, is it not? Of
1: course so,
0: not so we're we sort of I was sort of the bad person at, at last week, I was sort of sort of been slightly grumpy and slightly sort of, Angie needs to step up, and uh, Mikey and Dan were sort of saying, no Paul it's okay, let's pull the, pull the threads back, and and then this weekend yeah so Dan what was your first impressions and uh Hendo was at the game so maybe just Dan you give us your impressions of watching the TV then Martin can give us impressions of what was going on in the
2: stadium um, first and foremost I thought we were playing some not too bad stuff we were playing some decent football we were creating more chances than against Livingston which was better to see Um. We obviously got let down in our finishing and I think the defence again were a bit lackluster as well. the United could easily have won the game um, but in the same breath so we could have weaved if they took our chances. So, not fantastic by any means but um, listen, that is what it is. I'm just annoyed. <laughs> I'm just annoyed, that's the bottom line. So, but no, I thought, I thought, I thought it was... It's not, as, it's not as bad as it was against Livingston, put it that way.
0: So Mark, still not great so what's so in the stadium then what what's the feeling Right at the start is it optimism or are they is it grumpiness or was it what are you thinking what, what are you listening to
1: I think the the patience uh, isn't there at the moment. I think the fact that there's a distance coming in between us and Rangers already is making people very twitchy when they're at the games mm-hmm. um on on Saturday, I would agree. I actually thought we weren't the horror show that's maybe been made out, and that you know we've dropped two points and it's a disaster. I thought it was you know as a as a game it was quite entertaining. Dundee United came with a plan and it, it worked well against us, and it made for a good game. They were comfortable when they had the ball. Quite often teams you know come to Parkhead and as soon as they get the ball it's a punt up the channel and you know we yeah. get the ball back again and, and we build and we go again it wasn't quite like that um, so I think there was probably a bit of frustration that Dundee United were not just turning up and you know once a goal went and that was them they were they were done mm-hmm. um, I, I think up front a Yeti has has no credit left with the fans um,
0: Is that you coming know, across when you say that? is that yeah. are they on his back it
1: is yeah and you can kind of you know that way when a player there's clearly not that confident and not playing that well and the park head crowd just like jumps <laughs> on them every time they touch the ball and it's like ah See, uh, yeah good, he's, he's in for that treatment at the moment as well
0: Well, you can only I mean you, um, sometimes the crowd have to they can only blame I mean you, okay maybe I'm not maybe I'm
2: like he's only he's our only hope, is not he? Up front, he really he is. An only hope. But, but he's 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 not in, in, in endeared himself to any fans that I know of anyway. Like he's he just never really looks interested or very slow. Just really, if he's wanting the ball much, you know what I mean. And he's he's help, he's finishing. Sorry, doesn't actually um, help him in any way, shape, or form, as we've seen at the weekend. You know what I mean? That miss is unbelievable. Why doesn't so I don't yeah. think he does himself much favours.
0: Why doesn't he take a touch in that? I mean, he had plenty of time. He even I don't even know what he did. It's very. Does he need a touch. I know he yeah. doesn't need a touch, but like if you're lacking confidence, he still had tight to touch it, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. I, he?
1: he was in the right position though for for two guilt edge chances. The, the one that he skied for the bar. And then the header in the second half, you've got to say his, his movement's been good enough to get, you know, in so much space. Uh, the header, he completely fluffs. The shot, he completely fluffs. But he's actually in the right place. Um, so, so that, you know, I, I'm, I'm I'm clutching at straws here for something positive about it. I think that the big area is when he's not finding that space and he's not finishing, he doesn't do much else. He doesn't drop back in. He doesn't link with midfield. There's no... Interpassages passages of play between him and the midfielders coming behind him. Yeah. Um, and I think that's as well, uh, uh, you know, where there's a bit of frustration because when when you are trying to push for goals and you need people uh, doing a little bit more, he doesn't really, he's just got these this area that he'll play and he'll drift into. But yeah, the, the fact that he's getting in the good positions and then not doing the job when the edge chance comes, you know, is, isn't helping his cause either.
2: Correct. It's not as if he's a top class player. You know what I mean? As you say, who can stroll around and then when he gets the ball, you know he's going to put it away. You'd love with that. You know, no problem. You know, but he doesn't do it. See, I'm saying. <coughs> see, I can
0: see him moving sometimes, but then I'm not watching the whole game. So, are we saying that he is making intelligent? Is it, well, he does try and cut across, but is it the case that? I mean, at one stage. At one stage, when when Roderick hit, does that floppy header thing that he did and hit the bar, which I. Uh, there was like five Dundee United players all in the six yard box. Is it the case that he's not got enough room to do what he's supposed to do, or he just isn't intelligent enough to make room for himself? Uh, I, 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 no, no, I, I, Yeti. Are we not using him correctly, or is he just. Like, I don't know, I I just don't know. I mean, he has gone, but hasn't he? He's a football player; he needs somebody to help him.
1: Yeah, but even very early on in the game, um, you know, when some balls were playing played up high to him, I mean, he he doesn't even compete for a for a high ball. You know, the the, the opposition defense. He's the type of player that you would enjoy playing against. Yeah. Um because you know you just need to be on the front foot attacking anything that comes your way. He's not going to be interested and he and he wasn't. Um no, you
2: know, he's not he's, he's not a, he's not a Diego away. Costa who's harassing the life out of the defence, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, or even, you know, across the city, Morelos, you know he just doesn't give the defenders a minute of peace. Um, you know, it's uh, a yeti's the opposite it's a, it could, can be quite a peaceful peaceful <laughs> a time playing game, against right? it <laughs> I, I,
0: one, one, of my, one of my thoughts was it was a goal, like, I'm, I'm saying St Johnston, but I don't know if it was, it was St Johnston at Kilmarnock where there was this massive passing movement, I think it was a goal of the year, and we, we passed the ball into the back of it. How, how far away is Celtic from that just now? Because like, I know they talk about the Angie ball, which I just think is just a made up <coughs> concept. But how far are we away from that sort of composure, moving the ball? Like That's uh,
2: the St Johnson game you're
0: about into yeah, when the yeah. scored that. How far are, are we so far away from that type of goal now? Like that sort of movement, the passing, the interplay, the sort of knowing each other, one touch passing. I mean, I, I, think, I
1: think we. we had it. I think part of the problem we've got at the moment is the turnover in players at the end of August so if you think back to the games early in the season where uh, we cuffed Dundee at home and we cuffed St Mirren at home and we had Kyogo. But we also had Edward and we had Ryan Christie, who was unbelievable the start of the season, obviously clearly putting himself in the shop window. He was ridiculously good. <laughs> Versus last season, he, he was a completely different player. And then, um, you know, James Forrest was playing and scoring. Uh, um, none of these guys are in the team at the moment. And, you know, I, I think at that point we you know, Abada, Kyogo, Edward, Christy, Forrest. We were quite fluent going forward and there was a bit more uh, clinical finishing. And, you know, I think that the football was good and gave everyone a really good taste of what was to come. But you can't strip out the number of players that we've stripped out and replace them with stuff that's not as good and expect to have the same outcome. Um, which is, I think, where everyone's mindset's at at the moment. That we were, we were doing things, you know, four weeks ago that we're not doing anymore.
0: Yeah. Okay. I just, yeah, I just thought that everybody bought into it, and that there was a a concept of play that was going to make us really fresh and really dynamic. And but, like, I mean, I don't understand. I mean, Dan, do you understand the? I mean, across the, the 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 left back interconnection between the the wingers and I just think they're in each other's way but maybe I'm old fashioned do do you understand that Dan? No, what do you mean sorry? No, Was it called? Inverted left back? and Inverted right back where they're supposed to Yeah,
1: they don't don't overlap they underlap Underlap. so like the fullbacks never hit the the byline
2: Right, okay Uh,
1: So like the way that they I think this is why we there's so much edginess in defence as well because the the two central defenders have the ball, and instead of being able to pass it all the way along the back line out wide to to the fullback and then back again and create a bit of space, they just pass it amongst each other. The two fullbacks have pushed up into midfield, and then you know they, they have to then hit a very a very good pass to find you know Jota or Abada. Um, so. Ah, is it, is it working? I, I don't know if it is um, and is it necessary? I don't know if it is either. <laughs> every other team in the league playing with full bags that overlap and go up the line. You know, every team that comes to, to Parkhead is playing that way um, but, we'll but we want to make, try to implement a different style um, so I, I don't know is the answer. Um, but also, Mark, I, don't, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it's, it's working in parts you know like
2: we're creating not a hell of a lot of chances as you say it was, it was working at the start of the season it's not working now but I think you're right me. what you were saying earlier Martin that that's down to players leaving plus a lot of players being injured and I think everyone has to realise that you know but I think it should come good eventually I did say last week that obviously the three home games are going to be very telling Um yeah. and <laughs> Saturday wasn't great let's be honest you, Sunday, the, Jota when Jota hits the bar and only comes
0: inside and he he hits, he hits the cross. I actually thought it was in when he hit it. I thought right, oh, yeah, magic. He's pulled us. He's pulled us out. He's pulled something out. I mean, it must have been right in front of you, Martin. Was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah and it he,
1: was because the second half we're quite close to the touchline, obviously because we're just one row back. And yeah. yeah, he he looks good though, Jota. I know there's obviously a bit of negativity about at the moment about the results and oh, performances maybe reason. dropping off. But he does look like a good signing, and a Abada looks like a good signing and I think once you get Kyogo in there as well that's that's a pretty good front three uh, I mean I might be going a step too far to say it's probably the best front three in Europe but you know it's,
2: it's, it's <laughs> a step to,
1: it is maybe
2: drinking? before he comes on
0: <laughs> but the point would be then um, when Jota hits the bar I don't know about Elkin. yeah and when Jota hits the bar and everybody goes bananas there's Celtic. I've got a flat back four at that particular time, so in my head I'm saying, "Well, mm-hmm. if Jota's got enough space to cut in and do a wee trick, which he does very well, and get that bend, he's actually when all our, our defenders are in the right place where I think they should be. He's actually giving him a bit more space to do his stuff. Whereas before, a lot of times yeah. you see him, he touches in, and suddenly you got Montgomery run about him, and I don't know who's run about him. There's somebody's run about him. Or, I don't know." It just seems like everything's a bit chaotic. Uh, But then, maybe... But Celtic, unfortunately, Celtic against Livingston, Celtic against Dundee United, this is the Celtic... This is what you sign up for. You sign up for being one down with 20 minutes to go. That's what we do. That's what Celtic do, and you either win it, and the crowd goes bananas, or you go home with your head down. And, And these games are... That's Celtic it doesn't matter who the manager is it could be Brendan Rodgers remember Mullerwell all those years ago when we were getting absolutely tanked and he changed it and we move along that's what Angie has to I, don't know, I know he was getting a bit angst step up and down well but that's what it is I mean if you go through our history that's what we do we get these games and we win them or we don't win them and that's that's the that's the reason why you're X amount of points buying because I've not put these games away
2: but do you think people think people? I, I, are, st- I, I still think it's I still think it will come good eventually. I still think what An doing is right. I'm still behind him. You know what I mean? I think once he gets the players in place that he wants to be playing, well, let's be honest, the team he's picking in the moment is his first choice. Yeah. Like it's the mistakes, the stupid mistakes we're making, as well as costing us. Um and I think what was clear on Saturday as well, it's Soros passing. Um not just to pick him out, but quite a few people's um, passing ability it was shocking at times, but Soros was so bad he actually had his hand up near a couple of times, acknowledging it himself. For a professional footballer to do that, not once, but I think twice, he done it. At least I remember. But it's, they were on his case. But when they weren't, they were on his case. They, they, is, is,
1: is that a new thing? The crowd is on those players now. That as soon as he comes on, the crowd's just waiting to get him. It's just there. Uh, Why? But? And he, it doesn't take long though. That's the thing. It's not like it's not like in a who's you know nine things out of ten are good, and then he maybe does one little thing, and then everyone gets annoyed. You know, Sorrows' stats are the other way around. He's maybe doing one good thing and nine bad things. Um, you know, so there is there is a bit of method behind the the the, the, the ah. crowd getting on top. I just
2: nah, he's like
1: uh, it. Just so, so, Sorry. You no, know, I was just saying it just doesn't help because. Uh, you know when when players start making mistakes and then they've got the crowd on top of them, and, and it it's a full house. There's not even any away support. You know it's quite literally sixty thousand people tutting at you and sighing. It's uh, it can't be good for the confidence.
2: But do you remember Sorrows' um, debut when he came on and he was charging around the field, winning every tackle? Like because no one was really doing that at the time. Sorrow came on for his for uh, his debut everybody was going, Jesus, this guy looks good, he's charging up down the pitch, he's winning challenges, he's getting about it, this guy actually might have something. And then when you look yeah. back at it, it was probably like an Adam, Vergin, uh, Adam Virgo debut where he came on that time at Ibrox and just charged in the field for 20 minutes and, but he never won the ball, he was just chasing people. Um, but, but that, okay, so let's look at the midfield
0: and again, from my point of view, I think Sorrow doesn't have anybody run about. Do we have? this? Does- you see the only, you see the only player in the middle of the park, Where is...
2: What, 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 winning what, in the ball, just in the middle of the park. But Turnbull and rog, Rogge each only going to win the ball match there, more the playmaker scenario. But are they in the middle you of the know? park?
0: Where are they? are, they, are, they, are they looking at Where are they supposed to be? <laughs> I
1: are, yeah, I think I think. Uh, and again, it, it, it's slightly different from last year because although. Uh, Scott Brown was obviously the kind of deepest lying player. I don't feel like the, the other two midfielders were as far forward as they play this year. Um, so, I mean, Sorrow is a is a player. He's one of these guys that you want to get coached a bit better and a bit more disciplined when he's on the park because he's he's fast. He's clearly... You know he's quite a brave player. He chases after people. He, he pesters people, um, and and you need that in your team. But he he also just does daft stuff, and it doesn't take him long to come out a foul. Um, he he gets his body in the wrong position at times, but he's he's there to do something. It's you know it's I think he's someone who who should be doing better than he is, and I think. Um, you know whether that's he's just not listening to what he's been told, or he's just you know there's nothing upstairs. Uh, he just doesn't. He just doesn't understand what he's supposed to be doing. But um, he's he's certainly letting himself down and, and not helping the team in the way he should be when he's coming on at the now moment. What's
0: Angie so, saying? That, and you're watching Angie. What's Angie saying in the dug- dugout? Is he going bananas, or is he just
1: because
0: he? he he's, An- he's,
1: Angie. Uh, he, he, I I thought he would be. Giving rockets from the sideline, um, he comes across as a pretty strong, powerful guy, and someone that's you know not going to suffer any fools. So if, if you're not playing well, you you know about it. He, he stands out in that technical area, and, and he says nothing the whole game. Like absolutely nothing. He occasionally makes a hand movement to like calm, you no know, calm down. He genuinely goes through the full full game hardly saying a whisper the guy that you actually hear from the touchline which will, which will enrage everyone is Gavin Strachan no no no, no. Gavin, and, that, up and that is and the stuff. end of the podcast it's and <laughs> comes out. yeah it's, it's Gavin Stracken's the one that comes out and tells people where they're to be standing at the corners and things um, who's to stay back and watch for the, the counter-attacks and stuff and just stands there and just you know watches and absorbs he, he, he says very very little throughout the the 90 minutes um, which as I say was kind of not the character uh, not to say that it means he lacks character or anything but you know I got the impression that you know when, when you saw that initial training ground video yep, yeah you know, i thought, oh, this is a guy that's going to be on the players. And especially, you know, uh, the kind of classic, stereotypical Scottish manager of the weekend, it was Tam Court. The previous home game, it was uh, Malky Mackay. And, you know, it's just like 90-minute motorbikes on the sideline. <laughs> just like never stop, always organising, clapping, shouting, whistling. Whistling. Um, you know, Ange. Ange is the opposite. There's, there's, there's nothing. There's nothing said. He's there. He stands the full ninety minutes on the touchline. He doesn't ever sit down. But he, he doesn't really say anything. It's a bit.
2: Who's giving them directions then? Sure, it's no Gavin Strachan. For the love of God.
1: Yes. Genuinely, throughout the game at the weekend, the only time there was any real input from the sideline was at corners, and it was it was Gavin Strachan. <laughs>
2: Mm. Oh jeez, William. I love to. Laugh. That's what I'm seriously worrying. I, I, like, I'll be honest. now you've said that, Martin. Like I, I haven't seen Ange been very animated a lot. Um, he actually looked really. De- he looked really deflated in his interview after the game on Saturday. He looked seriously deflated. That's the first time I've kind of seen him like that. You know, he just didn't even answer really for the questions he was given, and he was just puffing and puffing his way through it. He, he looked really down, if you like
1: because the other thing was when it was Lennon previously um, I feel like Kennedy was up in organising a lot more um, whereas I don't know it's almost like Ange stands up and then everyone else just sits in the dugout and I'm like are they too scared of him to go up and <laughs> like speak to a player that they don't want to get in trouble that everyone's just sitting back <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> and Strachan's the only one because his dad's working there and he'll get him to sort him out if there's yeah. any bother if he gives him some back chat I'm like what well, you know it's uh, It is a bit different Uh, Kennedy used to be A lot more active uh, You know Telling people You know Where to touch. Kennedy was always A learning
2: side Aye He was always A learning side Wasn't he
1: Just sits the whole gate now Maybe You barely barely see him Up out of the dugout
0: Maybe Maybe Kennedy's Having an easy year (laughs) He's going to be there for ten years He's just trying to Have an easy year Himself
2: (laughs) That's his gap gap year Yeah
0: Cause I, I listened to a uh, whole whole stuff about Pep and Thomas Tuchel at the touchline At the weekend, and apparently like it's it's not motor mouth, but it's Pep's always saying they are they are move little indications to different players. He's got all that sort of stuff, and he's telling people where they should be, where they sh- where they shouldn't be, what they should have done. Tuchel's the exact same. <laughs> it's it's all this, and apparently the reporters behind them. Sometimes you can see exactly what they've done. But a lot of the time, it's sort of it's some sort of like like uh, strategy that they can't see. They're they're always giving players advice, or they're giving like Walker advice to go over and move over to the middle of the park, which I thought was really interesting. I thought that's what Angie was going to do, but maybe. I don't know. Maybe he's For just who, like, he's if,
2: if, if if it's not working, like somebody has to be there directing the players, saying right, that's not working. Change of formation. You can move over there. You move to right, You push up. You. Somebody has to be giving them direction if it's not working. You know what I mean? You can't mm. just leave them at it to figure it out themselves. I got a new stats. Yeah, I got a
0: they, new stats it, book. Uh, Martin, I got that. Uh, there's this. Uh, I'll send it on to you the end. Football statistics. Celtic had 38 crosses against Livingston. 43 crosses against uh, Dundee United now in my my head I'm thinking when it gets to about 30 crosses stop, do something else because there's different ways to win a football game done and I know that Celtic are not going to score I mean they got a goal from a header but the second half we need somebody to start to pull strings or do something different and and just keep crossing the ball I just don't know if that's the way forward as a Celtic team because Scottish defenders can usually defend against headed balls, usually yep 40
1: especially
0: th- against their strike yeah. force 43 crosses is a lot a lot of crosses you know
1: yeah but the, the subs he made were enforced subs as well um, you know because McCarthy went off at half time um Uranovic. you know he took he took two heavy challenges yeah and Juranovic as well went off for Montgomery but then thereafter I don't think we made another sub um you know granted the bench is a bit light but still um you know when you're when you're searching for another goal, and as you say, 30-40 thir- crosses later, it's it's not worked yet. You might think, let's let's stick on a player. You can try and do something a little bit different uh, for the last ten minutes. <laughs> it's like let's a really
0: really think, really, uh, really bad game of donkey down the strathy, like, <laughs> which I was involved in many many a game of the ball coming in um, crosses. It's shooting not as, it's
2: not as if we have a Sutton or a Harts or a Hesselink or a Samaras that you can put the high balls into. And- you know what I mean? As we were saying earlier, yet he's no attacking many of them. Do you know what I mean? He's shying away for a lot of things. A bad is like fair enough to score um, in the weekend there, but it's, he's not going
1: to be exactly one rising above the centre half, is he? But yeah. well, I mean, he must have been the smallest guy in the park, and he scored the header. Yeah,
2: exactly. The back post. So the,
0: the other thing oh. I was th- thinking about is like, I think we need to stop hyping youngsters as well. Like we're saying, Montgomery and. He's this and he's that. Why can't we just put a youngster on the pitch and just play away without the big drama, you know? Because Montgomery's a fine player and he does stuff and he's trying, but when I mean, they just that sometimes listen to people, like Montgomery's this and he's, he's going to make the grade. And, but why can't we just be nice and quiet about it and just stick these youngsters on when they need to be? No big sort of uh, tierney. We're not going to go to another tierney. Montgomery's fine. I mean, but he's. I just. I didn't like oh, he's going to be this, he's going to be that. I'm just going to, okay, just, let's just play away. I, I don't
2: and he, he's, he's disappointed that Welsh was dropped for Carter Vickers. Carter Vickers doesn't he be seen with Heather alike, is he? Well, well,
0: apparently I was in that stats, and apparently he was on the stats side of it. He, he done everything, like wins all his challenges, wins all his header, but I wanted to hear Martin's view on it, because like, obviously... I, I, in my said I think he gets smaller as the game goes on but that's just maybe my eyesight
1: <laughs> he definitely and I know this is you've uh, got the benefit of hindsight saying this but when we watched the previous game whoever that was was that St. Mirren, maybe the last home game before this one he, he's clumsy is how I would describe him yeah. Um he definitely has mistakes in him, he's a bit rash, like there was a couple of times, um, you know, he made thunderous challenges on the touchline, which are just like, you just, A, you don't need to make that, and B, you just can't make them anymore, you get a yellow or red card. Is this Wells
0: we're talking um, about? Uh, Ednaud, oh,
1: Carter, Carter, okay, yeah, because Wells um, was
0: doing a few of them as well, yeah. wasn't
1: he? <laughs> Yeah, you know, Welsh has been a bit like that. Certainly last season, he seems to be a bit more stable this season. But I mean, obviously for the the talked about incident, the Dundee United penalty, I think that was Carter Vickers cut across uh, Nicky Clark and bundled him. Um, and at the you know at the time, I was like, how, how is that not a penalty? Nah. <laughs> you know, you're not going to see a more, more Clear cut bundle in the box. Um, in the, ref wave the, the only thing in the ref's defence was that you know potentially Starfelt was fouled in the build up, but you know t- two bad decisions don't make a good decision. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I thought you know there wasn't it wasn't a huge amount of pressure, and he you know he's he's done that and it, against a team like Bayer Leverkusen on Thursday night do I have confidence in him not to give away a penalty or free kicks in dangerous positions um, and that he'll just generally keep the head <laughs> I would say at this point I don't but I'm maybe being a bit harsh because he hasn't done he hasn't made loads of mistakes or done a ton of stuff wrong but that's just kind of my my early impression of him is I just feel like he's, he's going to be a bit clumsy and, and going to have mistakes in him
0: uh, t- t- Turnbull yeah. The Turnbull shot actually Etty. He get Turnbull shot and it came back and Etty scored and the Dundee United player went down like a house of cards. I thought that yeah. was very soft, but then I mean, like you're just clutching at straws,
2: aren't you? Kind of. Ah, he's he's, he's putting <laughs> on. He's put his arm on his back these days. That's a, a fell straight away. Any pressure on your back, but man's down.
1: Yeah, so I don't. So the, going back to the question, Welsh or Carter Vickers? Don't know whether it. <laughs> I didn't think Welsh had done anything in particular uh, wrong to be the one that's ended up out of the team. Yeah, Starfelt
0: um, was struggling,
2: wasn't
1: he? Starfelt and... Yeah. He made a couple of
2: mistakes early on, but <laughs> I still don't think he deserved Yeah, to he's dog. just...
1: Yeah. Um, so, I, I don't know. I think I, there's a... There's a... There's a not a clear, no one's shown that they're clearly the number one uh, defender there. Um, you know, I think Starfelt's getting the game at the moment because we've paid the big money for him and they need to try and bed him in and get his confidence up. Um, we paid, we paid, and, and that technique doesn't seem to be working so <laughs> far.
0: <laughs> a, a, a Yeti, we played big money for him as well, didn't he? I mean, get, how much money yeah. was that? He gave West Ham 4.5 million, was
1: it? Something? Um, Big money to us. Yeah, Bertie would tell for the transfers.
0: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got uh yeah. so so what we're saying, so Dan's saying somebody, dancing it's it's a uh, Martin has as well, but get we get the players back, it's gonna happen. It's something's gonna happen, we're gonna get
2: better. But we're
1: gonna have more chance of happening.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's not gonna happen soon. It's not gonna happen anytime soon. But can I, he, think, I think if we stay within... Geez, I know it's six points in the Rangers, but if we stay within 10 to Christmas, it's sad to say, but I think I'll actually be happy if it's 10 by Christmas, or if we're closer than 10. But more. then we might have people back we might be a miss out in the second half of the season. But how does he turn
0: it round then, Martin, if he's 10 points? Because I mean, we've got a pure hectic schedule as usual and we can't have him. Yeah. And he's going to be... At, Celtic are going to be behind a lot of these games so we're going to be asked questions and we can't just have a plan A we're not we're not Warmington here we, we just can't have a plan A because he doesn't have any players yeah. to change it
1: I, I think if if we were 10 points behind at Christmas I would be the flip side I would be pretty unhappy um, because I don't think that Rangers I didn't think Rangers were that good Last season, but all credit to them, they progressed in Europe and they went undefeated in the league. But any time I watched them, I wasn't looking at them thinking this is an unbelievably good team. Um, and this season, they are playing the way I expected them to play last season. In that they're they're not as fluid, they're dropping points, they look like they have mistakes in them. Um, so for me, the the, the, the drop off from them. Um, we are not taking advantage of, and I think that's a, a frustration at the moment. I think you know if we if we can get our, our finger out and start pulling together some some wins. I think if we could beat Aberdeen away on Sunday, it gets the whole away game monkey off our back, and it also just you know sends out a message that you know there is no crisis. We're here. We're going to be chipping away. We're going to be picking up points. And uh, you know, let, lets people know that we're we're still going for the league. I think even just almost like starting to talk about an acceptance that, you know, just to be within a touching distance of rangers and still maybe able to compete a little bit is just, you know, for me it's, it's just unacceptable. Um, you know, especially, you know, the club we are, the aspirations we have. And, you know, we have we have spent a bit of money. Um, arguably not enough, arguably the stuff that the players that have come in aren't as good as what went out but um you know the manager has to make the most of it um you know it's a, it's a test of his minerals as well to to get the players that are there playing better um that's you know that's generally the sign of a good coach and a good manager is making those those same players play better and I think some of them have shown that already but we need it from we need it from more
0: because Mikey though Mikey last week was saying look yeah, this is a, a season of transition and obviously I was straight on I'm going like rubbish but then he was kind of saying, I think Dan, Danny was saying he was going but we'll win our home games and then in my my head I'm thinking okay we will win our home games and that's why at the weekend it was kind of surprising because I was like big pitch and this was it Ange ball or whatever they're calling it I thought oh, well that, that was just spark it doesn't really matter who's playing you'll have the team moving the young guys and. The wingers will start to really rip these guys apart. It just it, it, very quickly again. I was like, no, it's not working and at home. Geez, that's that's our bread and butter, isn't it? You're supposed to put teams away. Don't United played well. That's the thing. These teams are better. We can't look down our nose. We've got to turn up. But I just, I just, I was surprised that Celtic didn't eke out something yeah. in the weekend. 10 minutes to go we, we,
2: we don't have a leader in the pitch as well you we need to remember you know what I mean like if, if Andrew's is shouting for the sidelines Gavin Strang's firing things out on his laptop who's actually hard, driving the team exactly and where does he play And goals so when we're pushing in the midfield we're pushing out like who's 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 the main man is it Rogich? he's as quiet as a mouse Turnbull quiet as a mouse you know what I mean yeah. Sorrow of just running about screaming at people and no tackling <laughs> I don't know what's going on <laughs> you know what I mean but it's there's nobody there's no leader there pushing like, us on like Forrest is there McGregor's not there you know what I mean Brown's gone Christie's not there you yeah. know he wasn't as much leader but just don't have it and like yeah. for the record would they be happy for 10 points behind at Christmas I wouldn't be happy but it's kind of an acceptance at the minute until we get ourselves in gear you know what I mean get players back that their Kyogos and their McGregors and their Forrests etc get them back get them playing Um, Get our centre-half sorted out when Julian comes back. And I think that will turn around come Christmas time. So will I be happy for 10 behind? No, I won't. Is it kind of a realisation? Is that's where we are? (laughs) Aye. Because I'm kind of expecting a bit of a beating in Thursday night off Leverkusen. I don't expect us to win. I'll be perfectly honest with you. If we win, I'll be delighted. But I don't see it. Do I see us winning at Aberdeen? I'm not confident. Aberdeen are playing terrible... (laughs) And I'm not confident And that's shocking. But this is you know a, I mean? this is a thing done,
0: but that's that's the thing about this ten points, which we've just obviously we've just we just said ten points, but usually Celtic just when we're off, we're off and we just fall off a ditch. But like, that's, that's what that's I'm saying, Celtic, it's it's like six t- to
2: noon it's September. So if it's ten at Christmas, <laughs> it's actually no bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's six of noon, you need to remember that. It's yeah. it's worrying. It is, it is worrying, but I'm just kind of hoping it'll come good. It was worrying about Lennon and I was all for Lenin. I mean, I was like, oh, Lennon will come good and then that get even worse, so my stress of, levels are going through the roof here. I
0: know, Martin <laughs> Henry's telling us that your man's no talking. I'm like, oh, come on. I mean, I
2: thought Angie yeah, was giving I think, out. Well, like... I didn't know that, I must admit, that's worrying.
1: Yeah, I think as well, the, the, the thing about the leaders in the park, um, the... Well, the first one, obviously, at the weekend, Joe Hart was the captain. Um, Dundee United must have tried to lob him uh, two or three times. (laughs) He he was standing so far up, obviously, trying to kind of cajole players. Um, The the other thing as well is um, the likes of, again, going back four weeks when he had Christy, Kyogo, you know, McGregor in the team, these guys are just playing with so much intensity and so much focus that, you know, they are are quietly setting a, a strong example to everyone else on the park and the way that they're playing and and conducting themselves. Um and again you kind of lacked that in the in the that you don't have star performers at the moment either. Um as much as I'm saying, you know, Jota and Abada are looking good. They're not grabbing the game by the scruff of the neck the way that these guys were, you know, a, f- a few weeks ago. Yeah. Jota,
2: Jota. I like Jota and Jota, definitely Jota and Abad are new as well. You know what I mean? Um, Kyogo's new, fair enough. But like, guy I McGregor mean, knows the story. Forrest knows the story. He, these guys are used to it. You know what I mean? So Abad is what only young as well. He's twenty. I say jota's 19. just in
0: but Jota Jota at the weekend was really trying to win the game for death and he's trying to win but right at the end Martin just in front of you when he scoffs one or tries to he actually had two players beside him but it was actually I think it was Rogic so he could have just uh, just knocked it in and then let Rogic but but then you've got no confidence that Rogic's going to do it he's I thought this was going to be his his season I was getting a bit excited at the start but Roderick just seems to be trying to beat five players in the box. You are like, when does that ever work, Roderick? It's never worked. It's not going to work yeah. now, you know. But he's trying, I suppose. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't have a leader.
1: Yeah, I think the the other the other thing as well with with Roderick is you are like, where is this uh, where is this game? game durability come from he's, he's, he played 94 minutes on Sunday you're lucky if you get 64 minutes out him normally he's on the park for 94 minutes so he, he's either you know got his conditioning sorted out or we just don't have any other option on the bench
2: he's like come on Angie get me off Same one definitely <laughs>
1: he's he used, like, to
2: to able, used, used to be able to up. put 50 quid on him easy he come off before 70 minutes and we guaranteed to get a payback every game yeah so, I went. I went, to, I went to a game a couple of seasons ago with lads for Ireland, about the a Celtic game, and before the game started, I said to him, "Any money?" I seen Rogie to start, and I says, "Any money?" It comes off between sixty-five and seventy minutes, and sure enough, and they're all, "How did you know that?" Because <laughs> it's genius every week, Whoa. every week.
0: So we're just gonna look. Like, yeah. This is one of these podcasts. It's the end of September. Again, I listened back to the last week's podcast, and I thought, right, hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully I'm totally wrong, and I. Uh, again, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to be hopeful. Again, I don't like, I don't like Celtic fans booing and stuff like that. I don't think, but that maybe my world has changed now. The world has changed. Maybe they're looking for instant results. I don't like the booing, but I think that and, and getting on Sorrows' back and stuff like that. You pay your money and all that stuff, but I don't know if that helps cultivate a winning mentality as well. Because as Ibrox and Celtic Park came a pretty scary place for people are not. Performing or they get into themselves, you know, uh, and yeah. So we started off done the United. We thought we played okay, but geez, oh, it's it's uh, it's a, a man, he's dropped the bomb. He's dropped the Angie bomb. <laughs> I see Dan Devaney just Dan Devaney just leaned back fifteen times. it's just put his head in his his head in his hands. And I mean, oh, so okay. So are you going and you going on. What's when's the, What's the next game? Is Leverkusen at home? Yeah,
1: the, yeah, Thursday against Leverkusen. We're at home.
0: These these German teams don't mess around, don't they? No, four is it going to be four nothing to them or something? Or are we going to do? We going to do something? Nah, five.
1: I don't know. <laughs> I would. I hope that we don't have a, a repeat of last year's exploits in Europe. That you know, if we lose the game, then we lose it. You know, by a goal in a hard fought encounter, not just an absolute embarrassment.
0: <laughs> I mean it takes a it takes like a like a, I understand like, trying to be an inverted fullback against Dundee United, but trying to be an inverted fullback against Leverkusen, I mean that takes some ball, does not it? All right, lads, I'm oh, gonna yeah. go on I'm gonna run up to the byline just now. Or like the, the, like the scales turns s- up at the like well. Sorry,
1: just on on the fullback, um Anthony Ralston was playing again at the weekend and he's actually a decent fullback that can get up and down the, the pitch to kind of not have them overlapping and, you know, try to create a a, a bit of width through that. It's, it's, it does seem a bit odd when you've got the capability there just to, you know, instruct someone to tuck in. Um, but, and I don't know, I think as well, um, and it's, like, it's probably just like a generational thing people just love it when fullbacks go to the byline they just love it so people just love a fullback that goes to the byline so not having your fullbacks going to the byline is really getting people's backs <laughs> up as well I think.
2: sure when, when the fullback gets to the byline what happens you put in a cross, well, with 42 crosses and nothing's happened so <laughs> Mark, tell, tell, the,
0: tell the audience what the women said behind you so, uh, I've been told everybody so everybody yeah. probably knows tell Dan
1: yeah. so just uh, where I sit is within shouting distance of the of the manager we're just to the the left side of the dugout so I don't know what time was on the clock it must have been like seventy seventy five 75 minutes this woman behind me just, just shouts up she's like Oh Ange this is pure shite <laughs> <laughs> Everyone can hear it and then just start sniggering <laughs> Like school <boys. laughs>
0: And does Ange Not, <laughs> Ange just stands there And says I'm going to kill that woman
1: Yeah and, uh, and When it was Lennon Before he would turn, He would turn round and, and give a bit back But he yeah. just, Ange just took it Did she not, say that, did she not say
0: that She was a better player than Sorrow
1: What was this line <laughs> ah, yeah. The thing she said. She's like, she's like, I don't know how old she was. She must have been in her sixties, yeah. and she's saying, "Sorrow's awful. She's more used to them, and she's not played football for thirty years." I love that. I love that.
0: Stephen
1: wasn't there. Could you imagine Stephen Kane and this this woman behind me chatting through the game? i
2: you they see any of the game. <laughs> <laughs> you sat there, mate. So,
0: so yeah, we're we're, we're getting optimistic. We're gonna have a great season, guys. We're gonna win the league cup. We're gonna do it all. Uh, Dan's not. I, I just I just keep going back to looking at Dan Devaney in the video, and he's just he's not gonna to sleep tonight. He's gonna to write a letter saying, "Mister Banker, can we please have a manager that says things on the touchline?" <laughs> So yeah. Okay, so thank you very much, Mr. Henry. That was fantastic. I've been delighted that you said you'd come on. I do apologize for being late, but I did get beat off my wife at tennis. She she actually said tonight, her and her partner, we keep winning games in the championship or the league. They said that they said that even the first set, Martin, they we didn't do anything. They were so bored, they were beating us so quickly, it was just so boring. And I just like I was like oh. Need to, I need to. retire from this tennis market. That was a. That's a real demoralising. She's like, we, to be honest, we. Well, like, I was thinking, why are we here? This is just a waste of time. Was like, oh, cheers. Really, that's that's really nice. Rachel. Really nice. And uh, Dan, another sterling display by you. Surely this is just a a dip, and then we'll just start smashing it in October. Maybe we'll get a great result. Maybe, maybe we don't know as much as we think we know. Maybe.
2: No, Martin's rightly like, if we if we win at Aberdeen then it could be a bit of a big start and make a point that we can win we can win away from home, you know what I mean? It's a bit of a thing it's hanging over hand at the minute. It's like the away, away game, so it could make a bit of difference just where, where, giving the place a bit of a lift. Where does a
0: J's career go from here then? Like if he can't um, sc- he can't score for Celtic, like, And he can't you know what I mean? Like, where does these guys go? Like like I don't know. I know. I don't understand guitar like, exactly. Should we so. stick it in a bit? No, I mean, but
2: anyway, New, there, York, New York Red Bulls. <laughs> uh,
0: so, anyway, thank you very much for listening. Thanks, guys, for turning up tonight. I apologize that I was late. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We're doing well, like people listening away and stuff like that. And hopefully, next week, we'll be a bit more upbeat as we'll just rack up a few victories and. The ange ball or the Johnny Ball or whatever it's called will be flying and all sorts of <laughs> all sorts of Johnny Ball. I just want to see the <laughs> first person and like at one stage Liam Skills was playing the Del Piero role. Well, he came on started Del Piero and he was up at number ten. I'm like, in my brain I'm shouting, I'm get back. Maybe I'm just not confident anymore. Maybe I'm and getting in my shell at forty four, you know. But yeah, I want yeah. to see the first person inverted left back or right back when we're playing against the Germans. Because the minute that happens, they'll just, didn't they, Dan? They just hit that ball. See, wherever there's space, they'll hit the space. That's what they do, don't they? Yeah. They just, the minute somebody steps Easy into teams. position, they just hit the space. So the Celtic are going to get that. They might, they might not like it, but they're going to get that. And that's what decent teams
2: do, you know? Mm. As long as, I'd like to see Scales getting his chance as well like, yeah. I think he's a no bad B player I know he's coming for the Irish League and stuff like that but he's done alright with Shamrock Rovers so I'd like to see him being given a proper chance yeah, so soda so do.
0: anyway that's us for tonight thank you very much gentlemen and thanks everybody for listening and hopefully, hopefully Thursday night we'll get a result and hopefully Martin Henry will be on the telly again because I'm going to start <laughs> screenshotting every time it goes into the crowd <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. I'm going going to be
2: listening to it for the wee woman.
0: (laughs) Cheers. See you later. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thanks. Thanks. Cheers. Bye -bye. bye.